Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the Markout Movie Podcasters. And on today's episode, this is episode 180. 180 episodes, Brandon. Uh, Almost a two yeah, I believe I'm not wrong, but I know I thank you for correcting me on on Anchor. I appreciate that. I, I thank you for looking out for us. Uh, but anyway, uh, we are going to be discussing WandaVision, uh, which came out twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I can't recall now. Twenty twenty one. Oh, and uh, but before we get into that, we had breaking news today from the wrestling industry. Uh, Vince McMahon retires. Vinnie Mac steps down. 77-year-old uh, founder of World Wrestling Entertainment, a.k.a. World Wrestling Federation back in the day. World, well, I won't say he's the founder. He's the, he's, he's the rebrander. Because his, yeah, he his father did WWWF uh, and then yeah. changed it to WWF. But he, he, what you know and think of pro wrestling today you got to accredit it to Vince McMahon. You got to. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean. Hey, yeah. It's no ifs about that. I mean, you say all the negative things you want to about the man. I mean, he, for any true wrestling fan that started when they were a kid, they, they have to appreciate Vince McMahon for putting out the product he put out. So, I mean, you say whatever you want to about him today. But back then, as a kid, you loved it. I mean. If you were a fan, you you absolutely loved it. Everything you look, and you just loved it. You loved, you couldn't wait to watch Saturday Night's Main Event or Superstars, the Wrestling Challenge, then Monday Night Raw. You know, yeah, yeah. Call it like yeah. it is. <laughs> Today, eh, you know, he lost his touch. He's in scandals. I mean, you know, he's he's in a bad place. He's in a very very bad place. Uh, but uh, we um, we are at the Markout Movie Podcast. We'll say, yeah, thank you, Vince, for you know for what you brought to the wrestling world. I understand, though, you know, at time go, goes by, he got out of touch, of maybe a little bit with the product, with what what was needed. Um, but you know, you can't can't discredit his history of what he brought to the business if it wasn't for him there would have been no there would have been no hulkamania there would have been no uh uh stone Cold steve austin something no rock. Era, no rock you know all these and that's also a credit to pat patterson for the rock too because he yeah. you know uh he kind of you know he was he was a fan he was a friend of his dad's but yeah you gotta credit vince wrestlemania alone uh is like the biggest wrestling event of the of the of the year I, and you know you can say well slammiversary or you could say wrestle kingdom or you can say, no no one says slammiversary <laughs> but, but uh, you, you could you could say anything uh but honestly no one can compare it to what it would have been down for glory for them that's <laughs> uh not slammiversary it's not that it's not theirs no, their biggest event was Bound for Glory. I mean, it may be Slammiversary today because no one's there, but, you know, back in the day when people were really watching, it was Bound for Glory. That was their biggest. That was their WrestleMania type event. Like, and then ECW had, uh, uh, 
No, it wasn't one night stand. It was actually a December to re- dismember, or no, uh, barely legal or something. I forget. They had their own version of, that they did like every year, and then I guess for uh, uh, ACAW, it would be the um, all in. All in. I guess um, that's, that's theirs. All in. All out. All out. I don't know. If it was all well, out. I don't know in. what they consider their biggest. I really don't. I don't. I really don't know. But All Out is the one I really think of when I think of them. But I, I forget what their first one was. It was in Vegas. I just don't remember the name of it. I, their pay-per-view titles, they don't stick with you like, you know, WWE's does. You know? But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I, – All Out, I guess. I, I don't know. What What's your thoughts on Vinny, Vinny Mac uh, retiring? I think it's good for the business. I think it's good for him. Because, um, again, he and it has nothing to do with his scandals. That's not why I'm saying that. Uh, it has to do with I feel he has lost touch mm-hmm. with the audience for the past, I don't know, seven, eight years, maybe. Uh, whenever Punk left, I, I saw it really go down. And they just built towards Roman and just Roman. And it's I mean, I can't think of any other like big stars they build around besides Roman and Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar <laughs> kind of walked out today, so <laughs> they may screw up their SummerSlam. Yeah, you never know. So, but talk about that. So, so tell yeah, tell the people. So Brock walked out. He, he, yeah, it's 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 breaking news that Brock Lesnar walks out of SmackDown tonight. Um, don't know why. There was an issue. It just. Couldn't come at a worse time because SummerSlam is literally, I think, next Saturday, or maybe next Sunday, uh, whenever it is. It's it's this month at the end of this month. It's yeah, yes, yeah, next month. weekend. So if he's not, <laughs> that's that's their main event. Um, it couldn't come at a worse time. Then Vince retiring, all the scandals. You know, it's it's not good for where the product is trying to go. I, Right. They say they're going to go to TV 14 uh, in a few months, I think. Um, but if you don't have the right people controlling it, you, it doesn't matter where you go with it. It just I feel like they are going to be literally WCW at the end mm. with Vince leaving. Because you got Stephanie taking over with that Nick Khan. I look at Nick Khan kind of like I look at Vince Russo. Like I, just, I don't. Like a modern. Yeah, he. Nothing about him says he's going to save the day. And no, I don't. I don't believe it. I. I they should have let Triple H help her. Yeah, he's the yeah. right guy for it. But you know, do, do you feel like Vince was pretty much forced out? Like, because they're uh, they're a publicly traded company, so they if the board of directors say, hey we're going to vote you out and there's no choice. Right. Yeah. I, I look at it more of that way. I don't think he would retire ever. I just, nah, I, I believe it was more of him being forced. Uh, I, I will say this, man. I feel like uh, they need to check on his well being Cause honestly, you know, cause it, it's gotta be, it's gotta, it's gotta hurt that man. You know, it, it's gotta hurt. Yeah. You know, say what is say what you say, but you know, I pray for his health. 
um, you know, and his and his mental state, his well being. Because honestly, it's gotta it's gotta hurt, man. You know, he's human. At the end of the day, the guy's yeah, human. Yeah. We see him on TV, play a character, or we hear things. But at the end of the day, he's a human being. Yeah, I mean, this has been his life since he's been in control since his. Like, I would I, I want to say late twenties, maybe early thirties. Yeah, yeah. Seventy seven now. I mean, it's it's basically his whole adult life. He's been running this company so i mean yeah i mean and especially if he wasn't ready to relinquish it i mean and i don't think he was i don't mm-hmm. he just comes off like he would go down with the ship kind of yeah. guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. and but i don't know i mean i respect him for everything he's done though i, I just feel that like he lost you know lost his way a little bit with what the audience yeah. really wants and I mean that happens with age. I mean you, you know, you lose, you lose that. And lose the grip. Yeah. Um, well, let's we're gonna go ahead and jump into what we're here for, uh, which is Wandavision. Our thoughts on Wandavision. Uh, so I got IMDb pulled up next to me. Uh, the blends. Well, never mind. Instead of me telling you uh, what it's about, how about? We show you a little bit of it. Um, so here's just a tad bit of Wanda Vision. Wanda and Vision, all we have five bad. This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is gonna be a gas. <clears throat> From how long have you been married, and why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think well, what my wife means to say is that we moved from where? Married when? Uh, we'll 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 uh, go ahead and stop it. Stop it. We'll stop it. <laughs> yeah, right on cue. All right, one division. So after the events of Endgame, uh, Wanda finds herself lost, essentially, uh, and somehow in this town of Westview, there is showings of a show called Wanda Vision, which starts out in the 1950s um, yeah. and goes up to the 2000s. And we were going to talk about each decade that it hits. Uh, <laughs> Uh, starring, of course, uh, as Wanda Maximoff, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, my favorite Olsen, um, <laughs> and Paul Bettany as Vision, uh, Catherine Hahn, who is excellent as Agnes, uh, Tayona Paris as Monica Rambo, and there's a host of other people. There's a guy that I thought was David Schwimmer, but he's not David Schwimmer. <laughs> He's definitely not David Schwimmer. He looks he like, look like him, though. Like, it, I was literally watching this, like, is it is that David Schwimmer? And I was like, please, please get into, like, a Friends type of, uh, you know. I thought they um, might have hit, hit on Friends in the 90s, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you got any uh, numbers for oh, WandaVision? I have numbers for you. I have them. Sure do. It's got a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 93% on Google, a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, with an audience score of 88%. So it is certified fresh. 
certified fresh. All right. I'm also checking our our YouTube channel to see if there's any comments. Um, we're trying to share it just in one spot instead of like all over the place. Uh, but yeah, let's see. So WandaVision. Here we go. Episode one filmed before a live studio audience. It's the title of the first episode. Uh, we pick up with, uh, I guess, do we pick up with Wanda? Do we pick up with the show? It picks up straight in the show, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, which is, I would say, is a riff on, uh, I said Mary Tyler Moore show, uh, uh, Dick, Van D- Dick Van Dyke, maybe. You feel like yeah. that's what it was? I love Lucy Dick Van Dyke, that era. I, I don't remember the era, but you have Bewitched as well. I don't remember yeah. when that was made, though. Yeah, I feel like this was more like 1950s, which is that Lucy, like, like I got a lot of I Love Lucy vibes, uh, especially like with the, uh, you know, with her neighbor and st- with Agnes, which, and the boss coming to, and they, they don't know what date this is. What there's a special yeah. date. There's a, we don't know what we're celebrating. Um, but I was curious, what did you think of episode one? Like coming coming in blind, not knowing anything. What'd you see? What'd you think of episode one? Oh, I loved it. I, I did go in blind. I was a little bit confused at first, but I thought it was so entertaining. I did. I, I thought it was so entertaining. I was like, I, I, I don't care that this feels like a sitcom because it's very entertaining. It's, it was a, it was an interesting choice to go in this direction, but it pays off. Oh God, it pays off. Oh my. Uh, I thought, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought this first episode was so much better than Loki's entire run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. What, what, I was, what I was thinking, I thought, I thought with you, Brandon, I was like, I think Brandon's going to feel like this whole series is boring compared to Loki. Uh, like, well, I, Loki, now I believe like Loki's the bottom layer tier to you. Uh, but I think that what if is probably high. But I think, I don't know how high Wanda is. I don't know if Wanda has surpassed what if for you. Oh, it but. has. <laughs> it, it has because I loved every episode. Like every single episode I was so into. So I was That's like, um, it didn't stop for me. I, I didn't get bored at any episode. It's like it just kept going and going and going. And, you know, I loved it. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was an interesting concept to get to the main issue at hand. Yeah. So. And I, yeah, the, the more you get into it, understand you understand why it's a sitcom at the beginning, and uh, I like that. I like that that creative flow they went with. Yeah, I like the um, like that one scene that we we hinted on just a little bit, um, and uh, where I'm going to show it real quick uh, one more time. Just because uh, that was the most powerful scene in the first in the first episode, um, and here we go. Uh, so yeah, let me show this real quick. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. Oh, oh, it doesn't. It's muted. Okay, there we go. Oh, Arthur, stop it! Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And see how intense it gets? Yep. 
vision help him? Oh, wow. Yeah, I picked on something I didn't see in the first episode. Now that I know what's actually going on. She when she was saying stop it, she was actually asking Wanda to stop it. Oh, you know? is that what was it? Oh, that makes sense too. Didn't pick up on that because I didn't know what was going on <laughs> at the time. I was like, we're in a sitcom. But more you know later on, you go back and watch that. It's like she's actually telling Wanda to stop it. And that smile, you know, she has that forced laugh and smile. Like, which would be, be in a sitcom, but it becomes sinister. Like, not sinister, but like, like morbid. Like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. That actress who was the mother in uh, that 70s show, she did a, a great job. And I thought this way the show was going to be is that it's going to be, she was going to be like the neighbor that they kind of interact with throughout every iteration. But it seemed to have been Agnes all along. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, uh, what would your thoughts with this uh, with the choking scene? Uh, I thought it was a very good scene. It was a very start off comedy, that whole scene at the dinner table and everything. And then you, you get really, it gets really dramatic. And you know, you know, Wanda's. I felt like Wanda could have stopped it with her powers, but she, at this point in time, you know, you're thinking she doesn't want people to know who she really is. You know, and then she tells Vision, Vision to stop it. I was like. But more you find out later on, you know, you know, she's mind controlling everybody. And and like, Vision couldn't stop it until she do, and, Yeah, and then she didn't do anything because Vision has no clue who he really is. You know, mm. you know, he, he just he, he's clueless about everything. And, th- and that's the part I, I didn't get in the beginning. Like, I, f- I thought he knew who he was and who they were and I was curious how he's still alive, and I was like, "It's like, how's this possible?" And you know, I thought it set up everything beautifully. Honestly, I thought I think this is one of the best Phase Four, you know, stories that's been told. And and I think that it's it would have been more appropriate for people to watch this before they go into watch uh, Multiverse of Madness, because then you will understand why Wanda. Yeah, and it, to me, it makes that movie better. Now I don't even look at Wanda as a villain. I I, I sympathize with her completely because hmm. I understand what she lost. She's lost everything. I mean, completely everything when you enter that movie. And so I don't even look like it. I don't see her as a villain at all. Flawed character that's lost everything, but I don't look her, at her as a villain. Yeah, that's what... That's what- Phase four seems to be doing with a lot of the villains with uh, the MCU is like making them very, very sympathetic. sympathetic. Yeah. Um, what was your, what were your marks on this episode? Five. Five. I give it a, I give it, I give it a four and a half because uh, it just, it was cool, but it, the show didn't pick up for me until it got to like the later episodes um, for, for me. But I did still enjoy it. Uh, it, it, you know, got me buzzing. Uh, the next episode picks up in the '60s. Uh, Don't touch that dial is what it's called, and it kind of par- parodies, I would say, um, 
I Dream of Genie. It had like I Dream of Genie vibes. Um, you know, um, what's that? Bewitched. It has a yeah. lot of Bewitched vibes. I think the intro actually was very like Bewitched, right? Because they had like a, a yeah. cartoon Wanda and Vision flying. So yeah. very Bewitched. Uh, yeah. But what were your thoughts on? So in this episode, um, we now pull out of Westview and we realize that um that this is a like i guess do we pull out westview or do or we or have we not because at the end of this first episode we have the person cutting off the tv and making notes or whatever yeah uh, it says like please stand by like you left with a lot of confusion like what's really going on but we're still in the sitcom aspect of it in episode two because there's the magic show did you feel like it was a Truman Show type of uh, yeah. vibe? Yeah, okay. I got that. I got the Truman Show. Um, but I, I just, I was, I did not who, I did not know that it was a uh, Captain Marvel's friend's daughter. Probably. Yeah, I had no idea. When, when did that? Pick, when did you pick up on that? Like when they said the, the, the what was it? When it's her episode, she starts off the episode. I think it's maybe episode three or four. I'm not really sure which episode it was. Um, she finds out her mom died. Four. Oh, we 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 get there. Yeah, just hold on to that because I, I was curious to know. Well, yeah, but that was that episode though. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in this episode, uh, they are doing a magic show, and uh, uh, Vision is drunk. Uh, not really drunk, but he drunk. He he had chewing gum stuck in his gears and yeah. it's causing him to uh like reveal that they are actually magical beings <laughs> like you know superheroes uh and uh wanda is uh fixing it she, she's uh making people think oh see it's fake this is a fake piano this is a fake this whatever just to kind of save the show yeah uh, and that there in this episode i think it's in this episode that we have we hear uh we hear someone talking to Wanda up to the radio. We find out who it is later, but uh, saying, Wanda, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You know, Wanda, you got to stop this, you know, or whatever. Or who's doing this to you, Wanda? Uh, and uh, so you find out that it's Chow, right? I think it's, it's, I think it's his name. Um, but yeah, what? so what do you think about this going into this? Like, what do you think that they done switched to a different era for one? What was that for you? Yeah, at that point in time, I didn't know what was going on. I still am very confused about what's going on. Why are we in the sixties now? Are we going? Is this what we're going to do every episode? Are we so we could. But then, were, were, you, were you kind of down with it though? Okay, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was down with it. I, I, I was like, it, I thought it was interesting, um, but I was like, hmm, what is really going on here? And then I think the guy's name's you though, if I'm not mistaken, the FBI agent that you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's uh, you. I could be wrong. Or Woo? Maybe it's Woo. Woo, woo it's Woo. I said I'm so racist. I said Chow. But uh, I love the I love the magic show. I, first off, I loved when uh he he called, I think it was David Schwimmer's lookalike character mm-hmm. a communist, <laughs> and everyone just starts laughing at him. It's like he's hilarious. He's you know I, I love that aspect that he's because he's. I look at Vision in this whole show almost like a fish out of water story for him you know and 
he doesn't really fit in. He doesn't really know who he is. He just he's, he's he doesn't really get it. And so I kind of and I think honestly, this is the best I've liked Paul Bettany in the whole MCU with this show. And yeah. I, it gives him more personality. Yeah, I thought he was amazing in this, and I I loved him in this. Um, I loved Elizabeth Boston. I think that she uh, she was very much like she has such like for me it felt like a real like whenever is whatever sitcom that they were parodying yeah parodying you know it felt like it was a real sitcom like it felt like like they literally a family that you'll see on like tjf fridays or tjf or you know or saturday whatever you know or nick at night it just felt that way for me yeah and also i agree that you were trying to i think you were trying to say that this is probably her best work as the character. Yeah. And I, I felt she could stand on her own. She could do a movie on her own. She could lead the MCU, honestly. You know, because you really don't know who the main guy is or the main two since Tony and, and Steve are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she could be one. I would choose her over Captain Marvel any day. Absolutely. She's a better Absolutely. character. She's got better powers, in my opinion. She's overall. Got a backstory. Yeah. yeah, better backstory. Yeah. Uh, what would what'd you rank this episode? Uh, another five. I'm just going to go ahead All and tell right. you, man, it's going to be a five for me for every episode. All right. uh, uh, I, I give this one about four and a half still. Um, but uh, this is the at the end of this episode, uh, they, him, her vision is talking outside, and, uh, and they realize that a guy pops up from the uh, sewer. Um, yeah, the manhole and uh, and the bee beekeeper's outfit, and just stares at them menacing. And then she said no, and the next thing you know, they're in the house, and um, and then it goes from uh, black and white to color, very much like uh, Pleasantville. Kind of gave me those those vibes. And this show actually sprinkles a lot of Pleasantville in it as well, like those like there's yeah. red. You see red, um, like a red cut. On a hand in a in a black and white background, uh, which I love. Pleasantville is my stuff, um, but yeah, it's like movie. one of my favorite movies of all. It's like literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, but I just got those vibes. But I love that this Brandon going from episode two to episode three, how it went from black and white to color, and 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 it's and you see them getting into the seventies, so. But doesn't episode two end with like she's pregnant? Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, and this is confused to me. Like, okay, what is going on? <laughs> How is she pregnant? Vision's not human. I have How no is idea. it possible? I mean, I mean, she she has she has manifested children. She's manifested <laughs> uh, a lot. Let me tell yeah. you, <laughs> she's that powerful, man. Uh, but uh, so. In episode three, we go to it says now in color, which is the seventies, and uh, it had a very Brady Bunch vibe to it. Yeah, the, the the house looked more like the Brady Bunches, in my opinion, in this one, and yeah. I, was like, I I loved it. This was know? one of my favorite episodes, actually. Uh, and then we got a little bit more of Monica, although in, uh, her name was uh, what was the name in this? They called her something. Another name, not Monica, but um, 
I forget. I forget. Like uh, Geraldine. I think Geraldine. Yeah, it was Geraldine. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but no, this episode was really, really good. And you find out a little bit more. You find out that, um, like, the neighbors are whispering about Monica. Uh, you find out that uh, the doctor can't leave. They can't leave town. No matter what they do, they can't leave town. That reality that they cannot leave. That's and, pretty much like Truman Show. Yeah. The Truman couldn't leave. You know, so I, yeah. I did pick up on that. And like, But... I love this episode because you find out she's pregnant, and he they, the doctor's like you're for like four months pregnant, and they're like, and Vision's like, huh? But what if we? What if it was twelve hours? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> he was. I loved him in this. I mean, he his comedy was just great. I mean, it's like it was just fantastic to see Paul Bettany get to show this personality because I've don't feel he's ever been able to show it. He's always right. kind of been robotic and serious and never really gotten to show what he's capable of. And he has. In this show, he actually got to show a little bit more of himself. Yeah. Uh, and so in the 70s, we they have a baby. Uh, and Wanda... One day. Uh, manifests, yeah, manifests <laughs> a whole stork in the house. And uh, it, was a, it was a fun episode. It was actually a really fun episode. We... we Find out more about Monica. We didn't at this point. We don't know Monica's an agent until Monica uh, says um, he was killed by Ultron. Like yeah, just talking about Petra, um, and she starts singing this Sokovian, uh, which was really really good. Then like she 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 switched that accent on real fast. Like what did you say? You know, like Wanda is actually terrifying. She's ter- she's a terrifying character. You know, she can mess you up, bro. Oh, she can mess you up easy, yeah. Uh, I just I mean, I just thought she was great though. I mean like this was probably my favorite performance by Elizabeth Olsen. Honestly, I I have never really been a big fan of Wanda or her as an actress, really, until I watched this and it's so sympathetic and it's not just the acting acting though, I mean it's just she blossoms on screen. I mean, she's beautiful in one sense, and she's very down terrifying in another way. I mean, just, I've never seen her, you know, blossom like that. Like, you just, she flourished in this whole season. I mean, it, she really did. I agree. Uh, so this is a five for you as well. Everything's a five, man. I'm just telling you. Uh, so, this, so this is so in this though, in this episode, uh, Wanda. It, it, it ends with uh, Vision coming back in the house. So, well, Agnes, Agatha tells uh, it's Agatha, but her name is Agnes. Agnes in the show, right? Yeah. But Agatha is her name. Um, but <laughs> Agnes uh, tells her, you know, hey, uh, the you know, we don't know this lady. She just popped up. She don't even live. She don't even have a house here, you know. And so uh, t- tells Vision this. And when Vision comes back in the house, she's gone. And so she's like, he's like, where did she go? And he's like, she's uh, she's like, well, we had to send her. She had to go home. But yeah. we don't know what happened. Did we like? Did she just straight kill this lady? Uh, but we it was revealed at the beginning of episode four. We interrupt this program, and this is the first time we're out. We're in the real world. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's talk 
about the opening of this episode because we saw what it was like for this is the first time we get to see what it's like for someone that was uh snapped away and when they're coming right back and the chaos that ensued with that and this was a brilliant place to do it in the hospital because imagine like you like she woke up in a in a room in a in a chair uh but she was asleep when she got snapped so she just came right back in from being asleep yeah and so she she looks up and she said mom's gone so she's thinking oh lord where did y'all take my mother so she's going in the hallway not knowing that it's been five years <laughs> that she you know in the yeah. chaos and people and she's trying to top, stop people and doctors are like do you have a cell phone i gotta call i gotta call my i gotta call somebody i gotta call my wife or i gotta call whoever you know and then people bumping into her and stuff it's just like chaos man and she finds out that her mom mary 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 rainbow i forget her name from uh captain marvel but she's dead she passed away yeah. uh, and did you find out at this point is this when you find out that that's the daughter of that character yeah yeah, yeah then i quickly looked up the captain marvel sequel because <laughs> i was looking to see if you know the, the actress from the first movie was going to be in it to see what timeline it was going to be because i didn't want any more surprises <laughs> hmm. yeah i realized it's going to be current timeline so um yeah i was, I was like wow they killed off her mom. That's disappointing because I thought they would have done more with it, with that character, but uh, it's hard. Got bond. She got bond. She, she, yeah, I, I, I get that, but still. <laughs> yeah, you know. I know. But she's she's double O. She's double O seven, right? In the new Bond series. Yeah. Uh, like I have, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a hard thing, you know, to do. Coming back five years later, and you find out your mom's the cancer came back, she died, and you know, and you wasn't there, yeah, Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's the most painful thing. You wasn't there, um, but no, I never, I go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just gonna say, it kind of reminded me of the, the uh, light year movie, yeah, you know, when certain character got cancer, died while he was trying to get them all back. Mm-hmm. Um, that he wasn't there for, but this is much bigger because it's his, it's her mom. But yeah, that's a powerful scene altogether. But just to come back like that, you know, but she's got like powers like Captain Marvel. Yeah, right? yeah I, I don't, does. I don't know yeah. how she does. Well, th- did I miss we, something in Captain no Marvel? No I, apparently, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know because I, well, I know because I assume what how how. But I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, but you I assume I know how she has them. I assume I know why she has those powers. Yeah, but I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> how you gonna spoil it for me? It's not like there's another story coming. No, no well, she's gonna be in the Marvels. Uh, so you think they're gonna explain it there, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I, no, they explain it. They, they explain. They? I think they explain it a little bit in the show. Miss Marvel. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And so okay. I don't want to explain it. I don't want to spoil it because it's a it's a great moment. And so I, I didn't know she know. was in that. So, well, she's she's not, but uh, but <laughs> but it's I think it explains 
what's going on with her. You know, okay. How she's able to do what she does. But and why anyway. she hates Captain Marvel? Oh, I think that she hates Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel never popped back up while while her mom was that only canceler. She's uh, uh, in the universe, and so she just, you know, has that. She she she's not a real hero. She you know. She, yeah. she was Captain Marvel's probably like her hero, and uh, and she never shows back up, and so that which that'd be an interesting dynamic whenever these two, yeah. I liked when they did bring her up, you know, Captain Marvel, and just the look on her face is like hatred. So I was it, like, it, it's gonna remind me a lot of uh, what was done in uh, Maverick with uh, Goose's son, uh, how uh, you know, how he just had that hatred. Yeah. For, uh, but it wasn't so much because you killed my dad, but it's because you kept me, you kept me out from being yeah. what I was going to be. But I love that they kind of mended that. But I think that it's probably the dynamic between Monica and, uh, you know, uh, Captain Marvel whenever they they encounter one another. Um, but I, this episode just sets up that uh, she comes back. She starts working for. Sword, which is not Shield, is a now they Shield has become Sword, I guess, because Shield no longer exists, or maybe Shield does exist. I, I have no idea. But there's an organization called Sword. It's another uh, corrupted organization. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least the uh, main guy was corrupted. But yeah, I love the, uh, I love the, um, the, like with her going into Westview, like she she touches. And then I love Jimmy Woo popping up, uh, that character. I loved him in uh, the Ant the Ant Man stuff, and so I, I'm glad to see him still. He's probably like, for me, he's a good substitute for uh, for uh, Agent Coulson, uh, yeah. in the sense of he just he has that endearing quality that you like about him. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want him to keep popping up. Honestly, I, you I know do. what I like the Cat Dennings. I think that's how you. This? You like yeah, doing this? I liked her in this. I, I shocked the crap out of me because <laughs> I've hated her in the whole MCU as a whole. I've not liked her, but I liked her in this. I think I know what it is. You get her away from Natalie Portman, she can shine. There we go. Yeah, that's right. That's what it it works both ways. You get her away from Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman can shine. Yeah, that's true. She certainly did shine in the last Thor movie. Oh, uh, but let's see. Uh, Anything that stood out to you in this episode? Uh, well, we just found out more that Wanda's controlling people, yeah. or she's doing. She's got some kind of control over this town. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and we kind of figured that with how episode three ended. Mm -hmm. But I just I thought Vision would have known, and that's, he doesn't. Uh, obviously, he doesn't know anything, but. I don't know. I, I really liked the episode, though. I was really enthralled by it, and uh, I was more curious about this Rambo character, because I was like, well, that's the daughter, but she seems like she's got powers. How does she have powers? I, I'm, yeah. I was lost on that, but I was like, I'm going to run with it. They ain't going to explain it. it. You're yeah, still with you it. Just go with it. It's like, so it just... It's a five for you, I know. It, it is. Every episode's a five. I was just... <laughs> That entertained by it. I mean, that's what and we're in the episode. 80s. Oh, we're in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, that's no, why, that's no, why, we, we no, are. No, we're not. That's why I'm trying to get you. Bro. I want to get ahead. Brandon, <laughs> we're getting there. Um, in the next episode, 
that's what I was about to say. I, I, I wonder if this is your favorite episode. It's the 80s episode. Is um, mine was actually the 90s episode, but um, but the 80s episode is um, on a very special episode, which is in the 80s, they had that gimmick of a very special episode of uh, Punky Brewster or uh, Facts of Life or Three's Company or the Cosby Show or whatever, when they're dealing with very serious topics. And this, the, uh, the her boys, Tommy and Billy, uh, become uh, become 10 years old. They, they yeah. jump up and so they keep a dog named Sparky, but uh, Sparky ends up dying. That's a very special episode is the fact that Sparky dies uh, and they are dealing with death, which is it's it, which is it, it's a real thing that they deal with. But it's so much happening in this episode. Um, but this is it takes place in 19 in the 80s. And the opening trailer, the opening title sequence gave me Full House vibes. Oh, the title sequence. Yeah, that didn't give me Full House vibes. That gave me growing pain vibes. It gave you growth pain, but then like the end with the with them like the picnic scene, yeah. Like like weren't they doing the picnic thing like in the in the field or whatever? Uh, I can't recall, but the actual opening scene where they, they need help, so we just we we need some help with the babies, and of course the neighbor comes in. That gave me more full house vibes. Yeah, but. Uh, but the actual intro just gave me growing pain. It's a very similar theme to Growing Pain's theme song. If it wasn't the Growing Pain's theme song. Yeah, well because uh, they do well, use the offices theme. That's like oh, uh, well, well they, they pretty much used it. They they it, it was a it's kind of different. But I was um, it? I couldn't tell. I just I was it made me smile though. It was just <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear the office. All right, check us out. So here we go. I can see this is this is totally like, grown pains. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that the magic, the wand has the the magic wandas. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, it's definitely growing pains. <laughs> You see, and she's she's at like a Sokovian wall. <laughs> there was never a baby vision. That's hilarious. See now, this right here, Punky Brewster vibe, Groom uh, Pain. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> it's all their birthdays. I never noticed that. <laughs> see, full house. That, yeah, I can uh, see full house there. What did you think about the intro, bro? <laughs> I loved it. Oh, that started, man. I, I got on the Facebook and started typing. <laughs> it's like I've entered growing pains. <laughs> and yeah. I want to go back and watch it and watch every 80s sitcom there is. Oh, gosh. Brandon will, too. If, if, if I will do it. You. I will do it. But, no, I love this episode, man. Um, 
Anything that stood out to you? Uh, you know, yeah, the kids growing up as fast as they did. When they didn't get their way, they just grew up. <laughs> it's just like- uh, one of the kids, I think, was in uh, the Haunting of uh, Hill House. Uh, he was the uh, uh, he was that one kid. He was Lucas. Kid, he's the kid yeah, version. I remember Lucas. you saying that that he was? Yeah, because you were talking about the multiverse movie. Yeah, and I, then I checked to see if it was the same kids from the show that's in the movie, and it is. And I was like, oh, that's 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 good. Keep them working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it, but I liked it. Uh, I liked this episode. I, I give this episode a five for sure. Anything? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, just oh, we got it. When we get to this, uh, my favorite also was the Halloween party on episode five. It's episode in the nineties. It's in the nineties. Okay. Which, uh, so uh, episode six is a all new Halloween spooktacular. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, which takes uh, so the ending of this episode. So Wanda's trying to cut it because her and Vision is arguing, but yeah. they just keep going and they go from uh, the kitchen where it was shot, like where the ending scene was, to the living room. And no, there's no more credits, so it's like the after credit. This is literally like an after credit scene, and so, uh, and then uh, they hear uh, something at the door, and they go to the door, and they reveal. Oh yeah, which oh man, first, <laughs> oh man, I almost jumped out of my seat when I saw it. I was Did like, it brought him back. Or? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, kick ass. Yeah. Uh, it looked like him, like from the Come back, on. it did. Yeah, it yeah, and I was like, yes, they brought him back. They brought him back. And then it's revealed. I was like, ah, it's cool, in a way. But then, was that like a mind, mind like, whoa, this is... That's yeah, the, that's, that's Marvel's Quicksilver. <laughs> you know, I don't look up stuff, spoilers for these shows. I don't know what's going on. I mean, occasionally I, I will hear something. I did hear that, um, like... Kingpin shows up in one of these shows. Yeah. I don't know which one it is anymore, yeah, but yeah. I know he's coming in one of them. There's no need to know. So hush. But okay. uh, <laughs> like I said, I have no idea which one it is. I just know he's popping up in something. Uh, but I didn't hear about this one. So I actually thought it was Aaron Taylor Johnson. And when it wasn't, I was like, oh, it's like a, a sigh went out. You know, I was like, I was disappointed. But I was happy because it's Evan Peters. Who is from the X Men? He's X Men's Quicksilver. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's that's cool." But I was I was wanting Marvels, and I remember watching him in Age of Ultron. It's like, well, they should have just cast Evan Peters. You know, it's, yeah. you don't realize the emotional attachment you get to us these characters yeah. if they do a good job. And I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson did a great job. Um, so. It was cool to see Evan, but I was I was disappointed but, at the same time. I, I'll tell you that um, Evan also played Quicksilver the way that he was Quicksilver in Foxes in the X-Men stuff because he was very jokey yeah. and just, like, didn't take anything serious. Uh, whereas um, uh, Evan – what's the other guy's name? Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. He played it a lot more serious and, you know, reserved. You know, he wasn't, like – that much of a joke. He jumped a little bit, but not as much. Uh, but yeah, I love that little reveal. But and then we get into this '90s episode, which the beginning, the every this is structured like uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Did you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle at all? I have not. It was a really funny show. Uh, 
it, it has uh, forget, forget that kid's name. He's he's a grown man now, but anyway, um, but yeah, it's a, it was a good little show. Um, Brian Cranston's in it. Um, so there's a part in this show later on where she's looking at an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and and you so know, I figure they played a little tribute there to that. I guess what they did also with her backstory is showed the shows that she watched and it kind of was the influence of what she was, what she went through. Like the episodes, I, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that until just now. So yeah. when, when they showing her backstory later on, uh, you find out that these are the shows she watched. So you watch them in order that she, uh, like what shows she was replicating essentially. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Malcolm in the middle, like the opening, it's that fun, and then he he would break the fourth wall, talk to the camera. I love that part when he's talking to the camera, uh, and uh, and and Quicksilver kind of looks over at him like, "What are you doing?" It's just like it's subtle. It's very subtle, but I thought it was so funny. Um, but yeah, in in this episode, uh, oh, like there's no they didn't somebody mention there's no kids, and then like Wanda yeah. creates kids <laughs> like. Let them out. Yeah, you left them out throughout until the Halloween. Then you see all kinds of kids. Uh, and it's like, and I, I love this episode as well because you know because Vision doesn't go with her and the kids out trick or treating. He's going to investigate. And she doesn't <laughs> like that. In this town. She doesn't like that he breaks the breaks the script essentially. Yeah, uh, and he does another does his own thing. And uh, and also, I noticed that Agnes tried to take. Is this episode where she tries to uh, take it from the top? It's like, well, should we just do the line again, or was that the last episode? It's, it's one of them. They kind of blend together. Eighties and nineties blends together. I think it was uh, the one before. Yeah, but it may not have been. It may have been this one. It may have came later because uh, she's she's also in the car and can't move. Yeah, yeah. when he. F- comes across her you know and freezer but uh but i love the uh i love that aspect of it like when he's going to the outskirts of town i I got video game vibes brandon because when he went to the outskirts of town and he sees the lady hanging up the decoration but just like not really hanging it but just repeating emotion repeating emotion it's like those npcs uh in video games that uh that didn't really wasn't really coded correctly to do anything other than maybe walk back and forth down the street or walk in the circles or sit down and get up walk sit down and get up and walk you know that's what it remind me of uh and so i was like i was like it's like a video game that's my vibes i love that i love that thing when he just goes and explores the town because that's what i do in video games i never do the actual mission i like just explore i'm the worst of video games yeah that's what he does. Like he'll 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 explore, he'll break the law. He doesn't play the actual story. <laughs> but, you are my ten year old, eleven year old son, Aaron. <laughs> hey, Dad. Um, so, what was your thoughts on this episode, though? This I mean, I, you know, I loved it. Um, I thought it was very. What I loved more, more about it though was Vision, him and him and investigating, trying to find out the truth about what's really going. Because he knows something's wrong. They're, they're wearing their comic comic accurate comic book accurate uh outfits in this episode too. So yeah. Vision's dressed like the way he does and Wanda's dressed like the way she is in the comics and that's pretty cool. Uh it's it's pretty it's a good little nod 
and it's it's corny and cheesy. I loved it, man. I love the eighties. Oh, this is nineties, but I love that aspect. But yeah, at the end of it, um, we get, um, we get it. We this go is that back. Vision tries to escape too, right? Yeah, and then Wanda increases the boundary. Yeah, but then. Uh, she kind of loses control because in the next episode is your <laughs> favorite intro. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting The Office, you know, to be part of this show at all. So, and it definitely was. It just wasn't the intro. I mean, they were, they were having interviews. It was, it oh. was, it was great. So, um, let's see. <clears throat> uh here we go uh so what what i noticed because it it does a, it takes a, it borrows heavily from modern family as well um but yeah you, I, you haven't watched I hadn't it seen that so yeah you could i could see your point on that too but the intro in itself was very much uh the office yeah <laughs> makes me smile it really does <laughs> One division, and see, like this right here. That's that's the Modern Family uh, font. So that's how Modern Family's font is, uh, like that that red, that white, white and uh, red letters. Yeah. But yeah, I loved it, man. Uh, and and the, they do like interview style, like mm-hmm. the Office, because the Office inspired that. You got to say the Office inspired Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Modern Family, anything that they do that type of style, it comes from the office. You got to give them the props. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't seen The Office or Parks and Rec. I hadn't seen Modern Family to this day, but at the time, I did, you know, binge The Office, then Parks and Rec. And uh, I'm a much more Office fan than Parks and Rec, um, but I love the style. I really do. It's, it, it was a different. It was very different than anything I've ever seen before. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to watch the fa- Modern Family. Honestly, that's like one of my favorite sitcoms. It's yeah, like, I think I'll enjoy it because I, I love Ed O'Neill and what well, you talk about the other side characters. Yeah, like Ty everybody's, Burrell, Ty Burrell's everybody's great. Like The Office. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just waiting to get them all. I still got to f- think three more to buy. Then I'll have oh. them all. Okay, I don't know if they're streaming anywhere, but yeah. Um, I loved, uh, but this episode, man, I loved how everything just started going, like changing throughout the decades. Cause she's, her power is so stretched that she doesn't really know. She can't really handle it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it's in this episode that, uh, we get that, uh, uh, we find out. So she, she needs a break, uh, from the kids and, uh, uh, Agnes offers to take them. Um, yeah. Uh, and we get this very great. Um, oh, wait, hold up. Can, did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. All right, great. Good. Uh, so we got, we get this very great um, intro. 
that I love. It's very much like the monsters. I'm getting the monsters vibe. Um, and here we go. surprising i like i wasn't like expecting another villain like i was expecting it's just it's just gonna be wanda and that's how it sets up dr strange like honestly that's what i was thinking but no i mean you're getting agatha you're gonna get their rebuilding vision uh you know it's just there's a lot goes on in the last few episodes man <laughs> just <laughs> like this it nothing is what it seems even when you think you're you're figuring it out, they they, they throw some curveballs at you, and uh, I like that. I, I like I like that when they told her backstory, that little backstory they did with her being a witch. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was during Salem Falls, the Salem Same, witch trials. Salem witch trials, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming that's yeah, that's the most famous, you know, trials <laughs> for witches. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming that it was the time period. I, I like that whole scene. I like the reveal. I thought she played her part extremely well. I've never been a fan of her, though, uh, honestly. But I thought she was really good in this show. Yes, she's she's excellent in the show. Uh, she was very like she said, and I killed Sparky too. Yeah. And starts cackling like it's like of course she kills Sparky. That reminded me of Wizard of Oz when they're like, "I'll kill your dog too." And they actually Wait. make a reference to Wizard of Oz, and I think the next episode, I want to say it's the next episode. Yeah, they do make a reference. Because the car crashes and all you see yeah. is flippers. Yeah. But then we have uh, White Vision is what they, he's called in the comics, I think. Um, but, yeah, he, he pops up and he's about to crush uh, Wanda's head. And um, Vision comes and saves. Oh, also in this other in this episode, uh, we, we have Vision and uh, Dar- Darcy yeah. kind of stuck. And they're doing, like, interviews and stuff, <laughs> you know. And you know, it's like really, it's like Modern Family. Uh, it's that uh, office type of thing. But yeah, but this this like, these next two episodes, we can go ahead and condense them to to, to save time. Uh, it's previous on previously on, and then the series finale, uh, which the series finale ends with a couple of things. We get oh no, in this first in this episode we have. Do, don't we have uh, Monica coming back in and she breaks the barrier, goes through the barrier? I was thinking, we, maybe I'm wrong, but I was thinking this was like maybe her backstory. With Monica Rambos? Yeah. 
yeah she yeah i think so she she becomes a, a superhero or something but she like she's going through the barrier and then you can hear their voices you can hear the conversation with her and carol danvers from uh captain marvel uh while she's walking through and um <clears throat> and they got her some trouble uh yeah. some trouble and that's when she kind of comes through and uh she has those uh purple looking eyes or those eyes are glowing or whatever and she's just that that power uh but she's she's got power uh which that's cool man i'm glad that they they they're doing this route with like a lot of different people and you got more diversity within the mcu i i enjoy yeah. that Instead of depending on the same usual people, which you, you had to, you had to, you lost people, you know, you know, you, you lost, you lost the heart of people, you know, you lost yeah. Iron Man, you lost Captain, you know, now Spider-Man's not known. Well, we don't know that yet, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, so what was your thoughts on this very, the last episode series finale? Uh, with uh her her biggest her fight with uh agatha and uh i was curious like like i was more curious if agatha could keep up with her despite everything you saw in her little backstory because it is wanda we know what wanda can do so i was like this this witch is pretty powerful too and and the fact you know i don't want to rush it or anything but the fact that she was able to surprise Wanda a little bit and mm-hmm. you know trick her a little bit or we think she tricked her uh we think she's getting all of her powers and really Wanda setting her up uh but she was a powerful character and uh I really liked her I thought she was a very good villain a sneaky villain that you didn't mm-hmm. know really was a villain I like I like how they told this story man it just yeah. it's one of my favorite stories in the MCU period, it, she it really all the power, yeah, she all the smoke. But uh, yeah, I love that. And then, but at the end of it, at the uh, when we see her as the Scarlet Witch, or she's oh, truly yeah. the Scarlet Witch. She's no longer Wanda Maximoff. She's Scarlet Witch. She yeah. like she's she she she's bad. <laughs> she will she would destroy you. But uh, uh, she uh, traps Agatha as Agnes in Westview. Um, and uh then she gets rid of her family to they send them back she drops the barrier to drop the barrier means that everything that's created within that barrier goes away everything before goes back get, to normal. before we get there the white vision kind of leaves yeah so they had the um which with that being said uh thank you for bringing that up uh with that being said he leaves um I, I'm disappointed they didn't show up in uh, Multiverse of Madness because, like, yeah. you figure he would. I, um, I, I remember some reviews on that. It's like people, other people said they were disappointed. I was like, why would he show up? He's dead. Because <laughs> at this point <laughs> in time, I hadn't seen the show. Because <laughs> they were just saying Vision. They weren't saying White Vision. They were just saying I was. They were disappointed Vision didn't show. Up. I was like, why would he show up? He's dead. I'm sure they're yeah. going to explain that in WandaVision that he's dead and he's. They're going to say goodbye again, and why would he? Sh- I was very confused why people were saying why yeah. didn't he show up. And well, now vision understand. Is, vision's alive. We have vision. We have vision. <laughs> we have. They vision. brought they brought vision back. They yeah. but we, it they brought. Yeah, it did bring him back fully because 
they had that uh, that 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 uh, philosophical conversation of the uh, uh, the boat, uh, the ship of Thar the, the Tharsis or something. I don't know the guy's name. Anyway, they they take the ship apart. Uh, the the rotted wood to replace mm -hmm. with other wood. Is it still the the ship of Tharsis? And then he says it is still the ship, but then it's not the ship. And then he says, what if then they take the old wood and rebuild it somewhere else, repurpose it and cleanse it, get the rod out and purpose it. Now, is that the ship of Tharsis? And then he says, neither is the ship of Tharsis, but they're both are the, is the ship of Tharsis. And so, or whatever, you know, they both are. He's the entire audience. <laughs> No, no, it's just it's interesting. It's like uh, a, a Schrodinger, Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat is uh, if you have a cat in the box, the cat is simultaneously alive in the box and yeah. dead in the box. You know, you don't know if it's dead or alive until you open the box. But until you open the box, the cat is both alive and dead simultaneously. It's both, you know, and so it's yeah. So it's just interesting. I love I love uh, 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 philosophy. So, but yeah, it, it was interesting, man. But Vision says I'm Vision, and he bounces, he pieces out. He's he, he's like I'm out. I'm going to find Tony. And he, he's oh yeah right. He's dead. No, but uh, it's just sad because that Vision doesn't have any emotional stake with Wanda. It doesn't mm -hmm. seem. So I guess that's kind of why maybe he didn't show up. I guess he'll, 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 pop up in, he'll pop up somewhere, I would say. No, oh, yeah, he's know. definitely come. They wouldn't have done that unless they had plans for him. But, and, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, I love that whole fight scene between the Visions and um, the end got me, though, with Wanda and Vision and the boys, you know, that, that, that hits you a little bit. You know, hit saying you, hit you. it hits me more for Wanda. One, she's got to say goodbye to Vision again. Two, she, it's her babies. To her, it's her babies. And she's got to let go of them. And she can't. And it explains yeah. everything. It explains everything. everything. And I cannot look at her as a villain in Doctor Strange 2. I just can't. And I, I'm Team Wanda because of it. Um, you know, I like Doctor Strange better in the sequel, but man, no, family, man. <laughs> Whether it's family. it's real to her, it's real to her, and they yeah. are real in some point in the multiverse. So she does have yeah. kids. So, but yeah, um, man, I actually look forward to re revisiting that movie now. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like now, watching this in context with it, I do. I, do, I look. I look forward to it. Um, but I, I, uh, overall, it's a five for you. <laughs> it's a five, but uh, they did an end credit scene here. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, teasing the Nets. Trying to think of the other one. The one I'm thinking about Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, no, yeah, there's another. You didn't see that, that. You didn't see the other. Tell me what it is. Uh, maybe I'm just misplacing it. Wanda. Oh yeah, picks up where she's at in Doctor Strange. Yeah, oh, and then yeah, you see I, her. You see her flipping through the dark. Yeah, uh, dark 
Manifest yeah. or whatever yeah. it's called. Totally forgot. But yeah. Yeah. And then she hears she hears her, her boys call for her. Yeah. Mom, help or something like that. And she kind of looks and then like, you know, it's it's getting into some horror. But uh but yeah, uh ah, I liked it. I, I give the overall show five. I give it a five overall. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I didn't want it to end. And I didn't really wasn't hyped for this show. I haven't been hyped since Loki, which is uh what if surprised me. <laughs> just so it's just uh, that whole, I, I want more of that. I'm disappointed that we're not getting more WandaVision, though. But I understand it's story. It told its story. And mm-hmm. with the events of happening in Doctor Strange 2, it kind of left off. We don't know if she's alive or not, but any true MCU fan knows that if they're going to kill you off, it's going to be memorable. And you're going to see the death. So she's alive. Um, so I can't, I just look forward to seeing more of Wanda. Yeah, there's no way you I've become a really big fan of hers now, and yeah. I'm so su- I'm it surprises me, but I want to see more of her. She's the most powerful lady in the freaking MCU, like, yeah. So I think she, like, like, not just lady, not just lady person, person yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're really like, looking, if you're going for as far as power, she's the most powerful, but she. In my opinion, maybe he is the one that's lost the most. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Because I yeah. mean, I I just want to see more of her. I think if you're gonna go female, someone's gonna lead the new MCU into the future, and you're gonna go as a woman. It should not be Carol Devers, Dever- Devers, whatever her name is. It should be Captain Marvel. My pick is with Wanda. It, if you're gonna go in that direction, I mean. But I don't want to, you know. Well, you know, I don't want to discredit any of the other female characters in the MCU. Wanda's. It's hard to come, but but it's hard to come back with Wanda because of she killed. So it's like it's that thing. She's got a very similar story that the Winter Soldier's got. It's hard to come back from. All the people he's killed, and you know, but she's lost more than anybody, in my opinion. Um, I was trying to find the. Uh, there we go. I was trying to find. Uh, so, we. Uh, so your overall is five. Any five, final yeah. thoughts? Any final five, thoughts on the show? What's that? Any any final thoughts on the show? Oh. Uh. It blew my mind, man. I I don't know what any of the other shows are like, but if anything could surprise me like this has, I'm in for a great ride. I, but I don't know what's coming. I have no idea. I, I, so next week we're looking at a shark movie, right? Shark week, yes. So Take we're a taking break. a pause. We're going to take a small break for a shark movie. Uh, and then we'll be back to watch actually – Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, uh, I'm excited about that. And then uh, after that, it goes Shang-Chi, Eternals, and then I would say we'll squeeze No Way Home, and then Multiverse of Madness, and then it goes Hawkeye. So, yeah. Hawkeye, is it Moon Knight, then Miss Marvel? Yep. And that 
And that concludes it. Ms. Marvel or does it? it? Or does it? Because Thor will probably be out by then now. So. Oh, and then Thor. Yeah. So, that should not conclude it though. Yeah. Good but, uh, God. But it's been a ride. Uh, I but, mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a ride. I mean, it's geez. Uh, it's I, you know when we started this, I had no idea really how many properties, you know, movies, shows they actually had. Mm-hmm. Like there's like ten shows now. Yeah. And it's, then it keeps growing. They keep growing. Yeah. Uh, that's, why, that's why we're gonna conclude this before it <laughs> before, before any more come out. But I got you. Uh, but yeah. So uh, also next week, hopefully by that time, Brandon and I have watched Nope, and we can give our thoughts before hopefully. we start the podcast on Nope. Uh, so far, you, from you didn't I haven't watched any rev- reviews, huh? You didn't do what we watched. I didn't because we we talked about Vince McMahon. I figured that took up too much time. Uh-huh. Uh, but I guess we can real quick. I mean, if y'all st- still listen to this and we're an hour 15 in, uh, it's five more minutes, I guess. Um, so what did you watch, Brandon, other than Elvis? I only got to watch one thing. <laughs> Elvis. a little animated movie that flopped called Pauls of Fury, The Legend of Hank. And... Oh. Me and Dawson wanted to leave the first 20 minutes. And I was like, well, let's wait and see what Sam does. Because Sam Sam Jackson hadn't popped up yet. Let's see if he brings life into this movie. Which he pops up. He does. But it, it, it was okay. It was just an okay film. It, it, I feel like this movie's made for like little kiddos. Between very, ages. Very yeah. Between ages of three and six, I would say. So it was. There, there's a fart joke in the movie towards the end. It just went on for too long, and but I really liked Sam Jackson in the movie. I thought he brought some life into it, but it was just an okay movie. Um, so what I watched is a couple of things, um, film-wise, and then I get into what shows. <laughs> so I watched. Um, we watched Thor: Love and Thunder. We mentioned that last week. I took my granddaughter to watch Minions: The Rise of Gru, um, which I liked. It. I thought it was cute. Uh, yeah, it was I had fun. I wasn't. I wasn't bored. I wasn't bored with it. So it was fun. You know. And and they did enough of the nods to the other, the uh, uh, Me and Minion films. Yeah. That it kept you like, oh yeah, look, oh that's that person. Okay, you know. I yeah, I saw that. a lot of kids mark out at the end when they revealed who a certain character was. Oh, I forgot. Did, did I miss it? What, what, who was it? The guy that helps him at the beginning is his yeah, like. Oh, the Ray, Ray Gun. The, the, yeah. The guy that gave him that. The, yeah. He's the nemesis, right? Uh, yeah. The nemesis? He's the older guy in the Despicable Me films that helps him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't really pick up on that, but all the kids did. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids. They, they putting you on. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, I watched. Um, Black Phone, which uh, I liked actually, I really enjoyed. I thought it was, uh, I thought, man, Bloomhouse Man is on a row. That's all you can say. Bloomhouse Man is like killing it. Uh, like, I love their new intro, by the way. I love how they like now, now I, know, I love how they're flexing like with their properties because they have enough properties now that they can kind of do an intro like this. And I love that it's like they're like type of Marvel. Flex, like. Everybody's doing the Marvel thing. Yeah, Sony's exactly. doing it with their video games. Uh, 
Blumhouse is apparently doing it. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to ask you about Black, about, about Black Phone. Did you get Summer of 84 vibes a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I thought that also show, movies like this, movies like Summer of 84, movies like uh, uh, Dev, uh, the, House of, the House of the Devil or The House with the Devil or something like that. I forget the name of it. Uh, they take place in the late 70s, early 80s. They are like truly great depictions of the 80s and that that era. It's not over like if you watch Stranger Things, which I love Stranger Things, but it's oversaturated. It's it's like like 80s, 80s, 80s. Like this is what the 80s was. But if you watch those other movies like Summer of '84, it's subdued. It's not like in your face, like because 80s wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't like it wasn't that way. And so I love I love that that aspect of it. But no, yeah, that movie, the, that movie is absolutely, I loved it. I thought it was great. And Ethan Hawke is freaky. He does a great job in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was very sinister. And it, it's a kind of a, a pun because it's it's a reunion of the, the sinister director and him reunite. And not just him, the other guy too, uh, that plays his brother in the Black Phones, part of the sinister franchise as well. So I... Hmm. It's, it's nice to see this guy. He's, you know, uh, your guy got um, the guy from ET. I can't think of his name. But he's your guy. He's uh, your guy. Yeah. Uh, 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 he uses him a lot. What are you talking about? Your guy. Your, um, Who, John Carpenter? He, he did uh, Dr. Sleep, your director. I can't think of his name. Mike Flanagan. Oh, oh Mike, Fl- Mike Flanagan. He uses, okay. uh, he, yeah, he uses Elliot a lot. And I, I, this director is using Ethan Hawke a lot, so it's his go-to guy, because mm-hmm. he, he's he's done like three or four movies with him now. So I was like, that's cool. I, I yeah. like that. I like when directors do that, especially in horror. I mean, it's, it's it just makes it even better. Since uh, we can go ahead and end this now, by the way, because it's an hour twenty. I just want to <laughs> ask you real quick, and this is the last thing, Brandon. What was your thoughts? On Rob Zombie's The Monsters trailer. Oh God! <laughs> if it had been anyone else that made that movie, I would think it's a parody of The Monsters, which is funny because I believe The Monsters is a parody of Adam's Family. Um, it looks horrible. It looks like it's going to be the worst film of the year. Yeah, uh, I'll try to watch it before the end of the year, but I'm not dying to see that movie. And it makes I'm me sad because I love The Monsters. I loved watching the reruns as a kid. So um, it looks so cheap. It looks totally. It does. It looks like a high schooler made it, which is fitting for Rob Zombie. That's how I feel about him. Outside of the, you know, actually, corpses films. Actually, I don't. I don't vibe with Rob as a as a director, man. Honestly, I just don't think that he's he's a one trick pony. Yeah, he man. House of Thousand Corpses is great, but for the for his time when I watched it. When I went back to watch it, it wasn't as great as I remembered it. Uh, but he's not—he's no Carpenter, he's no Hooper, he's no Craven, uh, he's no—he's none of these guys. Uh, and he's—he's he's no Mike Flanagan. He's no—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's no. Uh, um, what's your what's what's the uh, the um, the guy from the all the um, movies like Annabelle and all that? What's that guy's name? Uh, James Wan. James Wan. He's definitely yeah. no James. No, he's no James. What he does well is 70s style trashy. He does that well. 
and that's about it. I mean, I, I can't. He's a one-trick pony. He's a one-hit wonder. He's, you know, he's that's the type of director he is. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't think he's a good filmmaker. I, I don't hate on him. I'm not trying to hate on him. I just when I see a movie that's coming out made by him that doesn't have the characters from House of a Thousand Corpses in it, I'm not intrigued. Yeah. And and I'm not intrigued because it's him doing it. It's just I don't know. It's just those characters, you know. Yeah. They, you know. We gotta end this. It's going on too long. The people <laughs> are left. All right. We thank you for tuning in to the Mark Guy Movie Podcast. Next week we're gonna watch some truck movie. <laughs> Bait 3D was Bait the official 3D. title back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna watch. Is this so? It's the third movie of it. Is the third movie? Is this the third movie? No, no, no. It's just called Bait 3D. It was shot in 3D. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's uh, a fun movie, this. Aaron. We'll see. And then we'll, we'll pick up with uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But yes. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. Like, we are. Share, subscribe, all that stuff. Like, subscribe, share, comment. Do all that stuff Aaron loves you to do. Just have fun doing it. That's what I want you to do. Just have fun. We are the... Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> We are the Markout Movie Podcasters. And thank you for marking out with us today. That's Aaron's slogan. 